The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Don't question, but I want your opinion. Do you think we are connected somehow? Of course we are connected. We're all connected. Your ability to even speak has ten thousands of years of cultural progress. Everything you say, the concepts you learn, the way you think, everything is connected with your environment. Without it, you wouldn't even be able to be an entity. So your environment and you is completely interconnected, obviously. There was a lot of people here that I talked to, 21 people to be exact, that said life was about them. And I said, if you go back World War II, would you send Jews to Auschwitz if you get monetary benefit or food or whatever? If you would just point them out to the SS. Some people just said flat out yes. Some people said, mm, no, I would feel bad. But imagine if you don't feel bad. Then they said like, okay, I'll do it. Of course, why not? And that's the thing. Like, if you would ask me that question, I would say, are you batshit insane? I'm not going to send people to their death because I get some more food or more money. You crazy? And the thing is that when you ask this question to a bigger sample, you would really see the ones that truly, if people just truly answer the questions, the ones that really go like, fuck you, I ain't doing that, which is a small amount of people. And the ones that just go like, sure, why not? That the difference between the two groups is one group makes it about themselves, the other groups doesn't make it about themselves. To be fair, the incentive wasn't money or food, but rather not getting your own family murdered by Nazis. Jogzor, is that really true? Do some research in uh, history. Like the way it worked was you had the people that hided them and they were going to get killed. You had the people that knew where they were, but weren't involved and had the choice to say where they're hiding, but they weren't themselves involved. And then you had the people that just pointed them out and got some benefits, some food, some extra, you know, could ask for a favor and shit. You can look it up, you know, like we love to think about World War II, like hmm, World War II was really evil and Hitler and Hitler. Fuck that shit. Problem with World War II was not Hitler. Problem with World War II was people being selfish. Hitler was not the cause. He was a symptom. People don't like to admit that. That's why they go, das haben wir nicht gewusst. But that's full of shit. People know that's bullshit. We also tend to like to think justice has prevailed. But that's not true either. Most of the people that were involved in the atrocities with World War II got away with it. Most of the guards of Auschwitz just left and lived a normal life. A very small percentage got killed or got put into justice. And they lived a really nice life afterwards. And you can say, like, how is that possible? Well, how do you not mind living your life, wasting your time watching this stream while you could put yourself into a position where you could literally save lives right now from behind your PC? You guys know the trolley problem? Basically, the trolley problem is the following. Like, this is my version of the trolley problem. There's a train coming, and if it keeps going on the track, it will kill five people. But if you saints the switch, it will go to another track, and it will kill one person. What do you do? Does your inaction kill five or does your action kill one? Well, to me, it's actually quite no-brainer if you just take action and save the five people. That's how I look at it. But this problem that a lot of philosophers talk and all that shit, that's not even the problem nowadays. The real trolley problem is not the one where you get to choose between five or one. The real trolley problem is get to let five, ten thousand people die or the extent to which you have to go out of your way 
to push the lever. Because it's really about the effort. Imagine if it's really hard to push the lever down. You really have to put quite some force into it. What would you do then? Where do you make the choice and draw the line like this is too uncomfortable? What if the lever is hard to reach? That's the real trolley problem. People don't have the option between saving a thousand at the cost of one. People have this choice to choose and save a million at the cost of their own comfort. And then suddenly the trolley problem becomes a lot more dark, confrontational. You see the monster. You guys are every day in a trolley situation where you get to choose to push the lever and save people or not push it at all and let people die. That's the real trolley problem. Kenja says, why is being selfish and helping others bad? Because it's not about being selfish and helping others. That's not the equation. The equation is you make it about yourself. And the only reason why you help others is within the framework that it feels good. But you're not really helping others. It's a lie. You just want to feel better about it. Your intent is bad to begin with. You might say like, yeah, but the consequence is the same, right? The consequence is not the same. If you would make life not about you, then it wouldn't be about being selfish and help others. No, no, no. You would be just constantly trying to see how you can benefit others. Your impact will be unimaginably bigger. You don't have to pragmatize and say, I'm going to lie to myself and live a lie because by doing so, I'm still doing good. That's bullshit. It's about being honest to you no matter what. Isn't being selfish and happy better than selfless and depressed? Well, the funny thing is the reason why people are depressed, well, mainly 99, is because they make life about themselves. You know, the moment you don't make life about you, right? Then you don't care about your problems anymore. It's quite beautiful, right? Depression and even suicide is people that make life about themselves. Even if my life would suck, I wouldn't even dare to kill myself because I'd be like, it ain't about me. I don't get to decide what I do with myself. Fuck that shit. Life is bigger than me. If I tomorrow feel like going and killing people, it doesn't make sense to do that. It's wrong. Just as much as it's wrong to kill myself. Because I'm not here to fulfill my own pleasure. I'm here for a bigger picture. And that's why I even owe my existence to. I don't get to decide about my own existence. Not at all. That's why I have a choiceless awareness as well. You guys are all running around thinking you guys are free to do whatever the fuck you want. No. You've got to own the consequences of your actions. All of them. And that even includes the actions that are directed by your selfish needs. All of them. But people love to run away from their responsibility, you know. They go like, I am free to do whatever I want, but I don't own the consequences of my actions. That's just bullshit. When you do something, you're responsible for it. And I go even further. If you have the knowledge that allows you to do something and you don't do it, then you're also responsible. And that's why I give the example of the kid in the basement. Imagine you hear a kid in the basement. And you can go and open the door and set it free or you can let it die. Every single person would say like, yeah, you got to open the door or you're a murderer. But you didn't put him there. You didn't put the kid there. So you can still say like, hey, ain't my problem. I don't do anything. It's like the trolley problem, a little bit more dark. Because I like to really push the limit because it shows the monster in you. It shows how much of a hypocrite you guys are. Making life about you and just going about life in a way that kills so many people. And it's dark. But you know what the darkest part is? It's not so much all the evil that is going on in the world and all that shit. Because you could still say it's out of my control. No, 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 no. The dark part is that you choose it. Now you have the knowledge. You actually choose to be like that. You choose to be the monster. Some of you don't want that, obviously. Some of you really feel really bad about it. And that's why you experience a lot of emotions, tears. You don't want to accept that you are that monster. Because the monster is merely a coping mechanism. 
that your innocent child has created to protect itself. Deep inside, we are still that innocent child. We've created that monster and we use all our reason to justify it. But if we're truly honest, we see that. No, it's wrong. I don't care about that lives, to be honest. Yeah, I love Cassie. I know you don't care. And that's why nobody will ever truly care for you. That's why no matter what you're going to do, nobody will ever unconditionally love you. Because you don't deserve it. On top of that, that's also why you will always see the bad around you. You really choose to only see the bad. You can't even see the good. You can't even digest it. The moment you see good, you start questioning your own selfishness. You don't want to see that. Keep seeing the evil all around you. Actually crazy huh? how karma actually ends up working out. You're living in your own created hell because you choose to see the world like that. Everybody that is making life about themselves doesn't deserve unconditional love because unconditional means you do something without wanting anything in return. You can't even fathom that. Can't even imagine that because your true motive deep inside is just everything about you. It's the hustle. Choose to live that life. On the other hand, me, I'm on the other side. I go through life with pure intent every single day. I do what I believe is right. I don't experience any regret, any duality. And I have other people I can trust, truly trust. I can fall back on. They back me up. I back them up. You, on the other hand, you're just trapped inside your own little island of selfish greed and need. You always want more. Trapped in your scarce city mindset. While I live in the reality of abundance, I see everything around me, all the richness. I can enjoy the small things can be more happy just looking at my hand than you can from any single ride that you've paid for or any single shot you've taken to get some kick in experience. That's the difference. I see the beauty all around me. I don't have to chase some empty experience because I know it's not about that. I have purpose and meaning. What do you have? Your selfish needs? You're not fighting to survive anymore. It's not intellectually gratifying at all. You live an empty life and you know it. That's why you watch the stream. Why do you even watch brainless entertainment distraction? Because you're inside, you're empty. It can maybe hurt a little bit, but maybe you've already been able to cope with it. I'm not assuming shit, by the way. It's just how life works. And everybody already knows this, by the way. That's the beauty. When you speak to someone's heart, you don't need to even know the person. Because all deep inside, we're all the same. I'm just like you. I was also this innocent child once. And the only difference is I got the right certain, you know, environment. To not give up on believing in myself on a fundamental level. Not give up on that essence, that pureness. And I had reason to back me up. I grew up with the right stimuli, got the right knowledge to make the right conclusions. And I never made the choice to make it about myself. That's why I'm here. Funnily enough, with all your greed and all your selfish needs and all that shit, I achieve way more than you. I'm more happy than you. I'm more fulfilled than you. How depressing is that? You go through a life where you only want to take and take and take. And yet still, you're pulling the shorter end. All the sacrifices for your own little pleasure. And still, you're more desperate, more of a loser than I am. Must be quite hurting, right? It would be quite hurting for me, knowing that there is nothing I can do that can feed this monster. Well, I'm telling you, stop choosing for being like that. Stop choosing for making it about yourself. And that's how you truly set yourself free. It's not just something that I come up here right now. It's actually also in psychology. A lot of therapies work on that. A lot of esoteric and a lot of religions also point towards that. That's what it's built on. That's what it's inspired on. I'm just telling you it a little bit more scientific here and more clear. You don't have to agree or disagree with me. You just have to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. 
So Nonox says, but the ones that are selfless are usually the ones that have no problems themselves, no low self-esteem, no body problems. You know, Nonox said, it's bullshit. The reason why you have low self-esteem, the reason why you have body problems and all that shit is because you make life about yourself. And I already explained this, and I'm going to explain it again. We are information processing machines that try to predict cause and effect. That's it. And we're constantly bombarded by stimuli. When you walk around, do you know how much input you're getting from your environment? What does the brain does? It filters it. It filters the information that comes in. What does it base its filtering on? On its beliefs, on what it values. Imagine if you really value how you come across. Then no matter in which situation, you will constantly have the loop running like, how am I coming across? How am I coming across? Do I look good? You put a little look into the mirror to see if your hair is good or whatever. You're constantly dominated by how you come across because you value how you come across. But why do you value how you come across? When you go really all deep inside and you strip all the layers, you see that you make life about yourself. The moment you make life about yourself, then obviously when you go through life, whenever you get a stimuli that goes like, "Mm, I want ice cream, I want ice cream, I want ice cream, you strengthen it. You literally create your own living hell because you make it about you. That's why when you say like, yeah, low self-esteem, low self-esteem? It's something you create. It's a problem you create. Oh, I have low self-esteem. I have low self-esteem. I have low self-esteem. You know Cassie, right? She had terrible low self-esteem. Completely. You know, from one day to another, it was gone. It wasn't gone because she fixed it. It was gone because it was never there to begin with. It was only there because she made it about her. The moment she realized that life ain't about her, why even care about your self-esteem and all that shit? It's irrelevant. When people come to me and say, do you love yourself? Do you know I don't even know what to answer? I say, like, it doesn't even keep me busy. The reason why you're using that as an excuse is because the cause of why you even talk about it is because you make life about you. And you know why you make life about you? Because on a fundamental level, you think that that's how you go about life. That's how you survive in this jungle of a world. Because when you grew up, you constantly got slapped in the face saying like, hey, you got to work harder. You got to fight harder. You can't be taken advantage of. You didn't have the reason resources to combat injustice and flaws all around you. So what did you do? You created this monster, feeded by ego, feeded by fear. It's all about me. That's how I survive. But no, it doesn't have to be that way. There is a different way. There's a way where you stay pure. You stay that innocent child that is curious and tries to understand everything. You stay that and every time when you are in front of a situation, you try to understand it. Doubt doesn't get translated into fear. Doubt gets translated into curiosity. And the moment you understand, you have the ability to combat any problem without having to give up on your pure intent. I've never given up. I've never made it about myself. And look where I am. I'm more safe and more satisfied than most of you guys. And I don't even care about it. Did I work for it? Did I fight hard for it? No. I never aimed for it at all. I never tried to be successful. I never tried to be famous. I never tried to be the best. These things happen naturally because I aimed to do what is right. So when you come to me and say like, oh, it's the other way around. You're like that because you don't have problems with self-esteem because you don't. Because I choose to not make it about myself. If tomorrow I start making it about myself... I can easily see that I'll start having issues with all the smallest stupid shit that comes up. Although that's unlikely because I understand the mechanism. But you are creating this cacophony because your radio tunes into it. The hell you're listening to all around you, you're tuning into it yourself by making the frequency me, me, me. If your frequency ain't me, you won't value the stimuli 
that is about you in your environment and suddenly you don't have any problems. Suddenly you see the abundance. You start realizing like, holy shit, you have a great life. If you would live thousand years ago, you'd be struggling to survive. Everything is around you. You have an entire healthcare system taking care of you. You have society backing you up. You're actually in the position, the most, the best position to have the ability to overcome the selfish needs because you don't live in the jungle anymore. It's not everybody for themselves. If that was the case, what is the system? This entire framework around you, why would that even be there if it's all about you? If it's all about you, you'd be in a jungle fighting, surviving. That's not how it is anymore. That's not the reality. But you can't see it because you don't allow yourself to see it. If you start accepting and seeing reality for what it is, you know, and stop bullshitting yourself and making it about yourself, making that choice, you will start seeing life is a lot easier than you make it up. A lot of people take what they have for granted. The reason why they take stuff for granted is because they're in scarcity mindset. They only want to take and take and take because they think they've never enough. But it's their mindset. It's because they make it about themselves. If they start understanding that life ain't about them, if they start seeing the abundance in reality, they see there is no need to be this selfish monster. You're not in the jungle anymore. Okay, I can understand. If I'm in the jungle and people are trying to kill me and eat me, I can understand I'm a selfish douche. But in this society, come on, seriously, guys, you don't have to be like that. You can make the choice to not be like that. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.